Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And here this month, right before his birthday, well, it's after his birthday now, but like before his birthday is Doug. Doug's back. Hi, Doug. Hey, everybody. Hey, Katie. Happy birthday late, Doug, but not late because I'm technically early, but when this episode airs, it's late. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. It's my catch 22. It's like, ah, so close, but not close. But no one will ever know, except that I found it myself. It's, 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 it's my birthday week. It, you know, we, we can celebrate the whole week. It's right? Fine. It's fine. The whole week is Doug's. Yep. No one can take it from him. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> First of all, I'm excited Doug is here. One, because I didn't have a guest and I was upset and Doug is a hero. So I just want that to go on record. And two... I'm excited because we're finally talking Star Wars conventions, Doug. Yes, yes, we are. Star so, Wars! Star Wars and conventions. Yeah, two Yay! things I do, I do a bunch of. Yeah, right? If there's two things that Doug knows, it's Star Wars and conventions. And, we are, <laughs> and we're all out of conventions. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, I've got some here, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, well, first of all, first of all, for the masses, I think we've mentioned it before, you're part of the 501st. Yep. So I will give a little bit of background there just for everybody. Sure, sure. So the 501st Legion is kind of a global organization for bad guy Star Wars costumes. Mm-hmm. We dress up as antagonists. So we and we are kind of, we are like, we have the okay from Lucasfilm Limited. I'll use the term LFL a lot. And we are their kind of preferred costume organization. Mm-hmm. We do not get like paid by them. Nope. All our stuff is charity stuff. And mm-hmm. again, I want to emphasize we are the antagonist stuff. Kind of our slogan is the bad guys doing good. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like Darth Vader, Darth Maul, the Stormtroopers, the Biker Scouts, which are the best costumes. Um, You're not biased or anything. No, not at all. The, the Snowtroopers, <laughs> um, things like that. But if there's people that are do like heroic, like Luke Skywalker and stuff, there is another group called the Rebel Legion, which is the the heroic stuff like that. And especially nowadays, those lines get blurrier and blurrier because it's like, well, this character is in the 501st Legion, the story, like a clone trooper in the cartoon. So mm-hmm. he's a good guy. But then you see him in the, the Revenge of the Sith. Oh, but now he's shooting a Jedi. Is he a good guy? He's a bad guy. And and so it's like sometimes these costumes are belong to more than one legion. There's another group called the Mandalorian Mercs Costume Club, which is people that make custom Mandalorians, or they can actually do canonic uh, Mandalorians as well. So like if you have like Sabine Wren from Rebels, uh, Din Djarin from The Mandalorian, uh, things like that. You can do uh, be a member of those costume clubs too. Uh-huh. So, uh, I'll also just kind of say I will throw out some opinions here. Opinions are my own here. I'm not going to be talking opinions representing the groups. That is right. just how I'm going to get that out of the way because I'm one person. But the 501st is what I'm only a member of. Locally, I am part of the New England Garrison. Um, the groups are made up of local garrisons or in the rebel legion bases and sometimes there's also outposts if it's a very very small contingent of people there is actually an outpost on antarctica 
of a couple oh, people. So we are we have group we have people on every continent. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> so things like that. The best way I've heard it described is if you think of like a fraternity or a sorority, mm-hmm. you have, you know, everyone's, you know, part of this fraternity, but then you have your local chapter or like right. the Lions Club or things like that. Or an That's MLM. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is your pyramid scheme, Doug. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel like when I'm working on costume, sometimes I'm losing all my money, but that's beside the <laughs> But so locally, I will say that the 501st Legion, so the Millinger Garrison and our local Rebel Legion base, Alderaan base, and our local Mandalorian Mercs clan, Faraxon clan, we all play together nicely. Like some some areas, you don't see them interact with each other. Mm-hmm. We are we are very close knit. We are a lot of people are in both or multiple groups because we kind of said, you know what? A lot of people don't want to see Darth Vader or Chewbacca. They want to see Darth Vader and Chewbacca. Okay, but people that say they don't want to see Chewbacca are like wrong. So yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> You know how it, I feel it, about it. If, if you make a Chewbacca, if you make, I'll, I'll just say, not even if you make a Chewbacca costume, if you make a Wookiee costume or even a Wampa, uh-huh, uh-huh. because you're a giant fuzzy thing, you uh-huh. have to like hugging people. Right. You have to like getting hugs. Just be prepared for that. It's the rules. I don't make them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I mean, honestly, right now, spoilers if you haven't seen Boba Fett, but if anybody made um, a certain Wookiee costume as evil as he seems to be, I'd hug the shit out of him. If I had the if I had the money, the the skill, the patience, and the room to store it, I would make mm-hmm. that that or a wampa in a heartbeat. Oh my god, I just so, it's bad. I, it's like it's like it's like white girls with puppies. I'm the same way with wookies. <laughs> I'm literally just like oh, it's a wookie, <laughs> and then I troll so, off to it. It's like Katie, no, yeah. Katie, wookies, but no, it'll rip your arm up. I don't care. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> So, so my 501st journey actually starts at, through an anime convention, mm-hmm. um, a very ill-fated anime convention. Oh, no. Are um, there any others? I, hey, there's some pretty <laughs> successful ones, but there was <laughs> the one year of Providence Anime Conference. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was an attempted uh, spinoff from Anime Boston of a 21 plus convention kind of wow. before, and they, they were thinking make it more academic they wasn't sure and it just it never really caught on didn't get the numbers they were hoping um I was I think my title was director of membership so basically registration and stuff like that okay. and there was another person on staff who was pretty involved who was a member of the 501st and I had heard of them a little bit because I'd played um, Star Wars Battlefront 2, the mm-hmm. original uh, one for PlayStation 2. Okay. And I thought, oh, that's cool. They integrated the name. I didn't know that the game actually brought them in because of the costuming group. Oh. And then, so that was 2008. So I had heard about them, but it's like, you know, I'm still kind of fresh out of college, you know, still. And this was during the recession. So I was out of work and everything. But I was like, yeah, okay, that's kind of neat. Um, it was something and it's like, well, I don't know. I'll think about it maybe someday. Um, Mm -hmm. and then 2011, my first year that I went to Dragon Con with our, our group of shared friends. The gang. Uh, yeah. 
um, such as Elizabeth and Patrick and those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first off, Dragon Con's a con you have to do at least twice because the first year is always sensory overload. <laughs> um, but it's also a, it's a con that the 501st gets a lot of people to come because they have people from everywhere. And Dragon Con has a parade, like in downtown Atlanta and everything, and it's cool. <clears throat> And one of the things about the 501st is they have very high costume standards because they want to look like it stepped, they stepped right out of the uh, TV screen or the movie screen mm-hmm. and, you know, have as accurate as possible. Right. And they're in the parade. Like the joke used to be that Darth Vader was you know, to the Dragon Con parade what Santa was to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. It was the grand finale, the last thing you saw. But it's ridiculous. Like the footage of the guys like in the parade, it's like half the parade. It's yeah, awesome. It's so cool. It's, it's a, well, it's a great excuse to kind of have everyone come together from different groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I saw that and I saw the costumes and I saw the uh, the scout troopers, the biker scouts, which I have always loved the design of that trooper. I have of all like my brother, my older brother had a one of the old Kenner toys, for, like the original ones. And it's one I always played with and stuff like that. And I always thought it was cool. And then I saw a bunch of biker scouts in person. And I've been around, you know, I hadn't done a whole lot of cosplay at that point. I just kind of, I won't say dipped my toe and maybe I got like a whole leg in. <laughs> it was like, I want to make one. I, I, I like it. I, I don't want to be just see the action figure. I want to be the action figure. <laughs> I was, want that, it. That, yeah. And so I started doing my research. Um, started saving up my money, uh, started ordering parts and got involved with the local chapter, the, the New England garrison. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things they encourage is what they call wrangling, which is someone out of costume to help the costume people like see where they're going and things like that. And make sure the crowd doesn't get too rowdy and stuff like that. Right. Well, I had, I had pre-ordered my stuff cause the last little push to get some, some of the parts I needed before I started working on it was my tax refund, which was February that year. Mm-hmm. And I'd started getting parts and like early March and stuff. And they said, you know, we've got stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll come to an event. Which one? It's an event that I can get to. Cause I, at that point I didn't have a car. Oh, there's, they're going to be at the uh, South Boston St. Patrick's day parade. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to help wrangle them. Yeah. I, I, I didn't start halfway there. Um, and it was nice to, you know, put a bunch of faces to the names that I saw on their forums, which is a really good way to talk to people, how to build the costume and share tips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't, the, the New England Garrison doesn't do the South Boston parade anymore. A lot of it came down to, it just became unsafe because a lot of people are drinking and there's also often snow banks like so people are spilling out in the street because they can't stand the, stay on the sidewalks and stuff like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but you would go through that parade and you're in south boston so you're hearing people shouting and like i know this because i was kind of the caboose uh, wrangling as the caboose of the group mm-hmm. hey darth vader darth vader darth vader hey mom i'm gonna go selfie with darth vader. and stuff like that Oh my God, it's true. So, but it's, (laughs) you you, you see what it takes to get into these costumes because you're helping other people get into theirs. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's been like, like, oh, hey, you're building this costume. Oh, I've got so and so's got one. Hey, hey, Bob. Hey, 
you know, Eric, hey, you, you've got one of those costumes. Can you show them what the stuff you do? Because sometimes you just need to see it in person. Like, oh, this is how this works. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great way to do it. So that's kind of where I I joined up. So I was working on it, working on it, working on it. Um, I will admit I commissioned some people for some of the sewing parts because the Biker Scout has kind of a soft torso. Like they call it the cummerbund, like almost like a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. It's on me like a girdle with Velcro in the back. Right, right, sure. <laughs> um, so um, we did that. Uh, I, I commissioned that and I got it ready. And I was all set, like, okay, I'm going to take my pictures, submit it for approval. I'll have it in time for Dragon Con. I can bring it down to Dragon Con and be improved and meet everyone and stuff like that. I forgot that that year, or didn't realize that that year, Star Wars Celebration, which is the Star Wars convention, Right, it's the, the convention. Week, which is the, was the weekend before Dragon Con. Oh, boy. So, so people like doing costume approvals and getting everyone in the 501st, new member of the 501st, um, what we call a TKID, was basically busy one of those two, if not one of those weeks, both of those weeks. Oh, boy. So um, I should explain that the TKID, so every person in the group has their own unique number. Uh-huh. Um, so like I am TB 15,000 and that TB indicates what costume I am. Like that's biker scout. Uh-huh. My, my 15,000 number never changes. But if I say where my, my snow trooper, which is appropriate now, cause we just had that blizzard. Right. Um, that is TS 1000, uh, 15,000. So it's um, like so trooper, you, snow trooper, bike. Yeah, exactly. Because it was originally, you know, TK421, why aren't you at your post? That's why all the Granol store troopers are TK. Right. Um, And so it started off when the organization started. It's like, oh, everyone's just three digits. And then the group grew, so they needed four digits. (laughs) Um, I have the distinction of within the New England garrison, I was the first five-digit person. Wow. Well, that, that's like, and it's one of those, and like, it was really nice because everyone wasn't like, oh, why are all these people invading our club? It's like, hey, cool. We've grown this big. Right. You've also got your own trading card, don't you? Um, That's, well, we do merchandise runs and stuff like that. So um, like when we do that, it's all at cost. Like no one makes money off of it other than the people producing the product. Right. So I like someone designed that and things like that. And I paid for it and stuff. It wasn't like they were just given to me. Yeah, but, but you have your own trading card. Yeah, which is something a lot of people do. But I was, uh, so I went to Dragon Con and I walked, basically I was like, well, I can't get approved. So I was like, but I basically put on my outfit, like wandered around and got some nice things. And I went to the 501st uh, table at Dragon Con. I'm like, all right, here's the situation. I'm not approved yet. Here, I've had an application. I've been in touch with these people would it be okay to join the parade? And the guy was, I, I, in hindsight, the guy hadn't, was there, there was no going to be good way to, it was like, I, I'm not comfortable because I'm not the organizer of the van. I'm just filling a table shift for the local garrison helping out. Yeah. It's, it's not fair to make that call. And I, you know, I don't want to be put in that situation for either of us. And I was like, okay, no harm done. I'll sure. come back next year. Um, so I got to do some some events and stuff like that um, throughout the year. Um, uh, my first one was just a library blood drive because the 501st is a not-for-profit organization, so we're doing a lot of community service events. Right. Um, so I did like that. 
but there are times we get asked to invited to stuff. So literally my second troupe was being on stage with Weird Al Yankovic when he performed Yoda and um, The Saga Begins. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) um, And... But the way costumes worked out, because they like to kind of have symmetry on the stage, I had to borrow mm-hmm. someone else's TIE fighter costume. So uh, a very generous member of our group, uh, my friend Eric, who at that point was just kind of an acquaintance. He's like, well, you're basically my size. If we don't do, if you don't, if we don't ha- do this, we can't have anybody do Weird Al. If you can get to my work in the, in the heart of Boston, uh, you know, at this area and pick up my, my kit box, and bring it back in one, everything one back in one piece. I'll loan it to you so we can do this event, so you can have an awesome experience, and we can do a Weird Al event. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm carrying it, and it's like one of those just kind of like Footlocker totes, like Rubbermaid, yep. and it's a long walk to the T, and then a longer walk from the T when I get off to my apartment at the time. And then, you know, the day of and stuff like that. So that handle is wearing off and it's starting to rip off the box. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy loved me as a kid and I'm going to be so mad because I broke his kid box and I'm going to go to Home Depot right now, buy him a new brand new kid box and apologize and everything. It's going to be the worst thing ever. Oh my God. <laughs> he was just like, why, why is there a new kid box? Because the old one broke. Why is there a new kit box? Because the old one is broken. Why is there a new kit box? You didn't need to do that. He's <laughs> like, yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but um, so I've did done stuff like that. Um, I did the one of the locally we do the Woburn, Massachusetts Lion Club's uh, Halloween parade. Mm-hmm. Which that is always fun because that's a uh, Halloween parade. So there's lots of kids there. Yeah, and you inevitably see kids dressed up in Star Wars costumes, and it's so fun because you're like, you know, walking in the parade, and you spot another like a kid in a stormtrooper or a Darth Vader, and you step out of line and salute them, and that kid's year has been made. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so did that. Um, and then so I'm gonna f- um fast forward a bit, and then um. I'm just going to go chronologically or as I think of things. So sure. Sure. That February, I recall this, Uh um, the empire city garrison, which is just New York, the five boroughs of New York. Um, and maybe long Island. I'm not sure. Um, but basically New York city area. Okay. Put out the call saying, Hey, anybody that's kind of local ish, we've got this, on like whatever the holiday is and or start of a uh, school vacation week in February, we have been invited that Monday to be at the, uh, the aircraft carrier intrepid museum. Um, anybody that wants to come, just let us know. We'd love to have you. Oh. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm going down to Katsukon. I could do this on the way back. <laughs> But then I realized, wait, well, I'm flying down to Katsukon, and I don't know how I'd get there. So basically what I ended up doing is our friends, Rob and Jess, were driving down. Uh-huh. Um, so I said, okay, can you take my kit box if I pay for some gas? And they were like, sure, no problem. So they took my kit box from Massachusetts. I flew down. We all met up, did, did Katsukon, had a good time. Then I hopped the tr- took the train from uh, the Washington, D.C. area. Up to New York, crashed in a hotel room I got that night, um, like a very tiny hotel room. Like, 
I think I've lived in dorm rooms bigger than this. <laughs> Sounds right. A hotel room. But, you know, it's what I could afford by myself after doing KatsuCon. Right, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was, everything was safe, but it was tiny. Um, and then got and did the trip and met some really great people. Some people, some of these people I still follow on Facebook. One of the guys for a little while was the commanding officer of the Empire City Garrison. And this was literally his first troop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and did that so and then i hopped like said my goodbyes and then walked over to uh, drag my kit box thankfully i had my kit box has wheels um to port authority and got a bus back to boston so it was literally planes trains and automobiles <laughs> <laughs> half kit will uh, travel yep and you know, i did a couple other things here and there throughout the year um and then so now we're back to um the Dragon Con 2012. I'm now, or no, 2013. Uh -huh. So my third Dragon Con. I'm now an approved member of the 501st. I'm going to do the parade. This is going to be awesome. Heck I yeah. I, a, I think I did a shift at the table. It was really cool. Got to start to get meet everyone. And But the thing is, when we do parades for 501st at, say, like South Boston, St. Patrick's Day or the Woburn, we usually uh -huh. have like a staging area and a parking lot and can kind of we kind of turned it into almost tailgating. Sure, like sure. A couple of people bring like things to share for breakfast and it's like everyone catching up. Mm -hmm. Dragon Con, they don't have that. You have to get ready in your hotel room, head over to the staging area, wait around, then do the parade. Which, um, yeah, again, this is Atlanta. Yeah. And we're wearing, a, you know, I, uh, my it's a black undersuit with um, pla plastic on top of it. And a cummerbund. Yeah, the white, the white cummerbund over that. Yep, which is like, <laughs> which is like duck cloth canvas. Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's an adventure, and you know everyone's doing that. And thankfully, a shout out again to Elizabeth who like got up ex like when my alarm went up extra early to help me get into my kit because I can do like a lot of it by myself, but not like not that cummerbund. Like, yeah, no, forget that so. thing. Yeah, so um, thank thankfully she was very patient and willing to help out because um, mm -hmm. she's speaking of awesome friends. Um, <laughs> and so I get there and everything, and the parade is a lot of fun. Like it's really cool to see it and everything like that. Um, the thing I remember is, you know, I'm six two, probably closer to six four when I have my boots on for my scout trooper. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe even a little more when you consider I have the helmet on on top of that. So I'm, I'm not sure. Um, so they kind of said, well, there's seven scout troopers. Um, we're going to do two columns on either side and then put you pointing at me in mm. the middle of them. Cause that way it'll look <laughs> nice and stuff like that. Right. Now the thing is we're, we're star Wars costumers. Some people may have had military experience or maybe marching band experience but we are not marching. We're just walking in the parade. Like this is going to get disorganized no matter how hard you try. Sure. So the two columns kind of kept going back and forth. Like one would go in front of me and then the other one would fall behind me and then they'd switch and like <laughs> goes like zigzagging. And so I'm just like, wait, do I speed up or slow down? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, so it's hot. And like we, the parade's gone. I'm like, and I'm pretty warm by the end of it. And I remember getting to the entrance to the Marriott Marquis Hotel where the parade ends and everything and i remember there was like a boy scout troop there 
and they're offering everyone that's in parades water. And it's like they basically at the 501st got there. It's not like, oh, hey, Mr. Trooper, would you like a water? It's you're taking a water. <laughs> like, you have no choice. Drink you this. Tell me twice. You don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> um, and I got it. And I'm like, I just sat in the air conditioning, like in the area for a little while. Like, that, like it was me and another like a guy. I'm like, I want to see who's in a tie pilot costume. Just leaning on like one of those little like credenzas in like the lobby somewhere. Just like ugh, exhausted, and like some like parents like see like we're halfway in costume, and it's one of those few times that I had to be like, no, no photos, please. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> um, and then you know I kind of collected myself, and then I got back to my the hotel room because we were a little further away at the Sheridan, and I'm taking out everything off and putting it on our balcony so it will air out, not in our room. Right. Um, and I'm looking at myself, and I see like there's a nice indentation from like where like part of my um arm armors like uh, elastic bands had like been for you know several hours in the heat mm. with um the undersuit like you saw like the wrinkle the pattern of the wrinkles of the undersuit yeah and I'm looking at this and then I realized I have stopped sweating mm. yeah it was one of those not I'm t- thirsty it's I have stopped sweating so immediately I said to myself thankfully Okay, any plans I had for the afternoon are now postponed until I take a long, cold shower and a very long, leisurely lunch with lots of water for the drink. Yeah. Um, I, I was fine, but it was one of those. Oh, oh, so that happened. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe, maybe I should oh, do you, something oh, about this. Oh, you and Sketch are talking about your uh, adventures in uh, Trigun as Vash. Uh, yeah, I've been there. You know, I, okay, so it wasn't a Vash costume, it was a trooper costume, but like, why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> I, I mean, again, I'm not a small guy. I'm pretty sure I could be wearing like Borat's slingshot swimsuit as a cosplay, and I'd still be sweating my ass off. Oh, Doug, thank you for the image. Visual, no visual, no one needed, but now you have it, so thank you. There you go. Good lord. <laughs> Um, so, um, eventually, you know, so we've done other things. Um, we have done some, uh, make a wish events, which are always some of the best events you will ever do. Um, for kids, like kids going to Disney, we made Mm -hmm. a a suit of uh, clone trooper armor for one make a wish kid. Um, like one of the times we did an airport send off for a kid going to Disney, I remember the kid was just so happy and like, the kid like because they don't want to make a huge deal of like disrupt the 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 flights and everything they're like getting on the plane at like five in the morning like not like getting onto the airport like getting on the plane at five in the morning right so like this is not long after i got my own car and i got up extra early to pick up another person doing this trip and it's like about an hour away from where i live to get to this to, to get to the airport and everything like that um and so we're up at the crack of dawn and I have to like go work a full day after that. I think it was during the busy season of me for me at work too. Mm-hmm. But the thing I will always remember about that is after we get into and they just seen like taking pictures with the kid, the kid said, I can't stop smiling. No. And it's like, well, that's why we, that's why we do this to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we, we get paid in smiles and high fives and thank yous. Well, I mean, you do. 
Rob and I get <laughs> paid in like losing circulation in our limbs. And yeah. I mean, Rob, Rob got a DVD player. I mean, <laughs> you you um, get you get children that are so thankful for you. Rob got a DVD yeah. player, and I got mac and cheese. So there you go. There we go. <laughs> it's um, the same so, thing. <laughs> so, so to bring you back to conventions <laughs> and wedding decisions. Um, uh-huh. So I did find, like, I remember seeing people talk about celebration. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do a convention all about Star Wars. I really like Star Wars, but, like, I like going to anime cons where it's a whole bunch of things. Not, you know, because anime is a medium, not just a genre. There's a bunch of different anime and stuff like that. And then it's, like, the next one rolled around in um, Florida, in Orlando. I think that's, I can't remember if that's the Orange County one or if it's the one in uh California, that's the orange one. It must be the Florida one. Anyway, <laughs> um, went to the the one in Florida, um, and we had booked our hotel. First off, we had booked. Our, thankfully, we had a friend driving down, so it's like, well, he's like, you know, if you chip in twenty bucks, I'll take your drive your kit box because we're all driving down. Kick in twenty bucks, I'll drive it down and then br- bring it back up to Massachusetts, and we'll figure out the time for you to come by the house and pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty bucks. Here's 50 bucks because you know what? That's still better than having to deal with this at the airport. Right. Um, and thankfully they were really willing to do that and stuff like that. And so we did it and we had a really good time at celebration. Like I think if you're a member of the legions, like either 501st Legion, Rebel Legion, Mando Mercs costume club, there's some other ones that I know I'm, I apologize to members cause I'm forgetting them. You're gonna have a make a lot of like instant connections with people, um, just really good. It's like it's again, it's like kind of everyone coming home. Um, so we did some stuff like there's um a lot of people do patches with their lo- of their local chapter, mm-hmm. and patch trading is a huge thing. And I remember going to that and meeting that up. Um, and I remember we were on our way, like we got we parked because we were a little bit outside, we parked at the parking garage back to near the convention center in the hotel, started walking over and we see this kind of group of like trying to figure out where they're going. Like we are to like, where's this hidden ballroom in the back. I was like, well, come on. And it turns out these guys are from the Peruvian garrison. And it's like, well, Hey, cool. We'll figure this out together. And then they ended up like becoming instant friends to us. <laughs> like, Hey, cool. You know, <laughs> Like the guy's like, Hey, you here's, here's my, our, our local commanding officer. Hey, these guys are from, Boston, they were really cool um, because at this point, uh, my girlfriend had joined the Rebel Legion, mm-hmm. so she's done, she was part of it and everything. And we're so we're having a really good time, and they're introducing us, and then do a bunch of patch trading. Which, uh, if if you're joining the legions, you're going to get into patch trading. It's just the way it happens. That would be the coolest part of it. I mean, like I said, like doing the coolest part is all the charity work and stuff. But like, yeah. as far as like perk kind of thing goes patch trading that would be awesome it is it is it's a really nice community um but we get that and we we run into as we're leaving like outside kind of in the lobby we see um the peruvian garrison people again and they kind of are like one of them's on a cell phone and one of them like flags us over and we're like well what's up and apparently they're on the line with their rental car company and what had happened is their rental car's battery had died. Oh, no. And they're pretty fluent in English, but, like, trying to talk to, like, a phone rep when English isn't their first language, trying to explain 
what's going on and what they need and answering the questions of the rep. It's not, it's just not going well. Right. And so uh, Kate, my girlfriend was like, just like, okay, um, do you want me to just talk to them and relay everything to you? And, you know, it was like five minutes. Oh yeah. Their battery died. Okay. They said they're where they asked where you're parked, where you parked. And then, you know, just kind of got everything streamlined and was like, yep, they're coming with the truck and they're going to take care of your battery. You're all, you, are you guys all set? Okay. Here's our phone number just in case anything else happens. Great. And cause that's, that's the best part of the 501st is it's again, that community of people, you, you take care of each other. Yeah. Um, we do. Um, one of the things we did was they always do like a group photo of everyone in the Legion that wants to get in their, one of their costumes and stuff like that. The big so, one on the stairs, right? Yeah. They take it in the stairs and it's like, it's reading the point that it's hard to get that organized because there's so many, the, the membership has grown a lot with the new movies and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got, we got a great picture and so, you know, everyone's chanting 501, 501. And then you get stuff like the TIE fighter pilots. We want shields. We want shields. And of course, the, <laughs> the scout troopers aren't not to be outdone. No more trees. No more trees. <laughs> and it's, you know, but it's it, it, oh, it was it was so much fun. We had, we had a we had an absolute blast. And you can there is a high res picture of that because they do one with everyone in their costume, and then they do one with um every, we call helmets buckets. So it's buckets off. And it's like oh, there's me. I'm in that one corner <laughs> of the scouts, like next to the, all the TKs and everything else, but. Um, so there's stuff like that. Um, we've done a lot of stuff, um, locally, like we've exhibited booths at Rhode Island Comic Con, Granite State Comic Con. That's usually where I find you. Yeah. We, we have stuff like, uh, the trash compactor. We've done some, built some other cool props. I say that I find you. It's more along the lines of like, again, and we figured out how I find you now because I know which one you are. But like back in the day when I tried to find you, I'd be like, I'm looking for Doug. But you all have the same outfit on, Doug. And you, all of a sudden I get this little yeah, hand yeah, wave. Well, I'm like, there's Doug. Like, it, well, it's like, okay, look for the tall one or look for the one with... Well, for the longest time, um, so Scouts have on that cummerbund uh, pouches. Yes, and yours are not the right color. <laughs> Mine are the right color, damn it. Called out! <laughs> <laughs> Called um, out! <laughs> mine are the screen, screen accurate color. Because, oh, pardon me. Because they're, te- they're technically off-white, unlike the rest of that stuff. Yeah. But for, it is acceptable for people to have white ones. Mm. And when I was making it, I was like, "Well, I want to be screen accurate. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have off white ones." Mm-hmm. I didn't know, and we have a fair number of biker scouts in the Nilinga Garrison. I didn't know that most of them had white. Like just about everybody had white. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, there's Doug," and it has now the pendulum has shifted. Now, now, um, white pouches are in the minority. Like we've had a lot of new members or people that have upgraded their costume to be off white. Oh, yeah. See, now it's harder, but you're the tallest yeah. one. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. Doug. I found then, him. Well, well, that's one, that's always the thing that cracks me up is when people ask, well, why are, when are you going to build a, a Vader or something? And I just say, when are you going to pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> So, and it's just, I don't yeah. have any attention to that costume, but. Or or the real question is, Patrick, Robert, what are you going to join? <laughs> well, well, we can call out Patrick and Elizabeth if we're going to do that, because we talked about merch and stuff. Like we do t-shirts, we've done hockey jerseys and stuff. And yeah. I, told, I told both of them years ago, because we both said, oh, I'm going to do it someday. 
if who, whichever one of them finishes the costume first and gets it approved in any of the legions mm-hmm. gets approved first, I will pay for their first merchandise. Hello. Like whatever they it's it's been several years. You've been called out. Yep, I'll, I'll bring that back. Um, so, but I, I do want to say, you know, we talk about height and stuff like that. We don't, we really don't care if you're like me, six two, um, if you're four eleven, whatever. We don't, we don't care about stuff like that. You know, male, female, however. We want you to make an awesome. We want to make you have you make an awesome screen accurate costume and do good charity work. If you can do that, and you're over eighteen, we want to have you. Yeah. So, because I mean, there's all sorts of different people, and like it's that was one of the nicest things seen in um, Force Awakens with with both Phasma, uh, Captain Phasma, and another uh, just generic stormtrooper. They had female voices, so it's like, see, girls can be stormtroopers too if they want to. Yeah. Also, um, actually, since we're talking about the 501st, um, your cool little, um, you won something, right? I, you got, you like won or like you got voted to go to. Oh, well, so this is, again, this happened at, because of a convention. So this is, yeah, yeah this is, um, so, um, th- within the 501st Legion, so the whole worldwide organization, people can be nominated for Trooper of the Month. Like this person did some really good stuff. We want to recognize him as the Legion Trooper of the Month. This person did stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I had been nominated, which was like I, flattering to just know. Like it was just I'd done a lot of hard work apparently in this the person's the eyes of the person who nominated me. Mm-hmm. To this day, I don't know who it is. Really? Nope they have cho- they have asked to remain anonymous, and I will respect those wishes. Mm-hmm. Cool. If they want to tell me someday, they are welcome to. But it is, as long as I look at it, they've asked to remain anonymous. I'll honor that. Sure. And so um, I think I want to say it was for October or November. It must have been October. Um, and I got nominated. I did not win because the person that won was in their kit and administered to the Heimlich maneuver that to someone that was choking and saved their life. Oh, crap. So, you know. I'm I'm okay not not winning to the you know losing to that. I mean yeah I mean you know. <laughs> so, um so anyway I didn't didn't think much so like that's nice um and I'm at Anime NYC with a couple friends, um, I'm with uh, Zan of the Spirokin Con uh, uh, podcast, um Tom Asnable and uh, Pat's Prime from the Cockpit podcast and stuff so just a good core group of friends. Um, and I'm meeting Zan's at the time girlfriend for the first time, now his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and we're like, okay, we're all going to go out to eat and stuff like that. And I'm just, I, my, my phone buzzes and I'm like, oh, I got an email. It's from the Legion events coordinator. And it's saying, um, hey, anybody that has been, you know, to you guys have been, this is to anyone who has been nominated for Trooper of the Month in the last year. Um, let's see if I can actually stand by. I want to see if I can find the text of this. Standing by. All right, let's see. I'm pulling up my phone now because this is. You don't. You don't have to vamp. I'm here. I'm right here. All right. 
So let's see. All right, all right. Um, all right, I cannot find this email, unfortunately. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Ta-da! Uh, dear Trooper of the Month nominees for 2017, we hope you're sitting down while you're reading this. The 501st has been extended an amazing once-in-a-lifetime opportunity from Lucasfilm to allow 501st members from all over the USA to attend the red carpet premiere of The Last Jedi. It's taking place in Los Angeles, California on Saturday, December 9th. This inv- invitation includes a spot along the red carpet to view arrivals. Once arrivals are complete, you will be among the first people in the world to see the film and attend the premiere party. <laughs> Okay, um, first of all, first of all, wait, I'm going to stop you, because you've already been, this was years ago, and you're still reading this email, and you're so fucking giddy, and so am I. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, the long and short of it is, like, well, we can't provide a hotel room or transportation, but as, if you can get yourself here and, you know, have lodging, you've got a spot. Uh-huh. And so I'm reading, and it's like, and they asked, please, you know, this is confidential. You'll probably have to sign an NDA for for the time being. Be prepared for that. So don't mention it. You know, please do not discuss it with anybody. Yep. So, again, I'm out at a convention with some friends that I don't see in person very often, staring at my phone, like, jaw, not even on the floor, like, several stories down below the floor. Right. We were walking, like we were walking in the middle of New York City. I'm reading this email, just stunned, and to the point that like everyone's oh, like, like, are you okay? Like, did someone in your family die? Like, no, no, everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. I can't tell you why, <laughs> but everything's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like texting uh, a friend from Anime Boston staff that I know lives in LA and saying, I can't tell you why can I come to your place at the beginning of December for like a couple nights? Ed, I need you to pick me up at the airport. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Just come get me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, I got to do that. And again, I got to meet some really good friends that way. Um, there's, um, and so say what you will about the last Jedi. I, I, I don't think it deserves all the there there are trouble spots for it. I don't think it deserves all the bad rap it gets, but I will say this much: it has a very strong special place in my heart because yeah, I got to see the premiere of it. Uh-huh. You get to like uh, yeah, and you got to like see people on the red carpet. Yeah. Yep, um, I just saw John Vega. Mark Hamill signed my. Uh, Stop it! You, wait, wait, wait! Time out! You didn't tell me you met to Mark Hamill. I didn't. I won't say met. He just handed my bat like. I was in the back row because I was so tall. I didn't want to block everyone else's view. But I was like, Mark is coming by doing autographs. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to go for anyone, I'm going to go for Mark Hamill, who's my personal favorite person of in Star Wars. It's Luke and like his, his, I don't know if it was his daughter, his assistant, what, sees that I'm like reaching over like five other people to try and hand my badge. And it's like kind of like, okay, guy, this guy clearly wants it. And he doesn't have any signatures on his badge. Right. You, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta. And so thankfully I did. Um, and it's like, as soon as I got, like, we got to the red carpet, they're like, okay, go nuts, share as much as you want. Here's the hashtag, everything like that. And meanwhile, back in New England. <laughs> meanwhile, all of us. Yeah. Um, 
so there was there were supposed to be two um, event troops with five hundred first people that I was supposed to attend. That all of a sudden I'm like, oh, guys, something came up. I can't go. So again, my girlfriend's at the first one on because it was set the Saturday that was the premiere. Saturday, it's like, oh, where's Doug? Oh, so he he couldn't make it. He had something else, and I had to tell her because obviously. I, I like, you know, not keeping my girlfriend in the dark about stuff like this. And I know she's not going to tell because it's like, well, whatever. Right. <laughs> and she know why I'm like, oh, by the way, I'm going to California. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. <laughs> um, and so she's like, yeah, something come out. And then she's at the next day. She's at the other event. And at this point, the news is broken. And everyone's like. How long have you known? What? How did you let him go? Why did? How did you let him go by one? I believe one person actually asked her, "Why? Why did you not kill him and wear his skin?" <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean is a fair question for Kate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh, so. Oh my um, god! So I got to do that. So. If you look at the the red carpet footage, because there's a like a Star Wars logo on the back of the group's like um, bleachers that we're standing on, it's like if you want, hey, if you want to look for Doug, just look for look look by the a hole. You'll find Doug. The a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But, so we got to go to the premiere party. Um, I had a stuffed porg that I had bought. I broke my own rule, which for the longest time my rule was. I wasn't going to buy any merchandise from one of the movies or the TV shows until I see it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, because what if that character turns out to be terrible or something like that? Right. Borg is kind of cute. And like, I was, I had brought it with me to New York city because the year before I had gotten uh, Kate, a stuffed Ikea shark and I had carried it through Boston because someone handed it off to me. And so I took a bunch of pictures of him all around the Boston. I'm like, well, you know what? Now the porgs are going to have an adventure in New York. And it's like, well, I guess the porgs coming with me to L.A. too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like pictures of him on the plane and stuff and like on the red carpet. And so, but I'm like carrying this around with me. And a couple people are just like, like some like people that are like clearly like somebody's connection of a connection. Like, oh, my friend's father works for LFL. So I get to do this or something like that. Asking me at the the premiere party. Where did you get that porga? They gave it away. Nope. I bought this at Target. <laughs> no, no. You can, you can just see the disappointment that they couldn't get one of their own. <laughs> this so, is my porg. Um, so yeah, that that was one it was a really cool thing. And like I still catch up with that. And like every December that rolls around, we the Facebook kind of rumbles back to life and it's like, oh, I miss you guys. Like I had one guy who like helped like give me a lift because he lived not, he he lived in like um I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I'm going to say New Mexico. So he drove and like his family, he had his parents' house that he could stay with in L.A. Chris, if you're listening to this, I apologize if I'm getting those facts wrong. But like he helped give me a ride to stuff the day before the premiere. Like I went to Disneyland and he picked me up from Disneyland. So then we could go out to meet up with everyone because we went out to dinner. And then, of course, went to the Scone Villainy um, uh, uh, little uh, bar in L.A., because mm-hmm. of course we are. So there's a lot of neat stuff there. Um, I, I I like talking about it, but I also know it can be obnoxious to some people, so I don't broadcast it too much. But it is a, if you ever find me at a convention and want to ask more about it, please feel free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to get into more stories because I have even more more 501st stories. <laughs> um, 
So um, back backtracking to Rhode Island Comic Con, yeah. Um, we some there's a couple people from the uh, Fortress Imperial, which is the garrison in Montreal, that always come down to visit us and everything, and they're a really fun group of people. We always have a good time hanging out with them. And they're like, you got to come to Montreal Comic Con. You got to come to Montreal Comic Con. So, Kate and I and two of our friends all drove up, which is it's like a significant drive from the Boston area. Like, it's been in a good chunk of a day. Um, but we had a blast at Montreal. Got to meet some of that. But of course, it's Montreal and Canada, so half the time people are talking to us in French, and then like, um, we don't speak French, and like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah, um, but um, going back to the patch trading, so like they had kind of their annual banquet dinner during Montreal Comic Con because it's one of the few times that a lot of people come and everything, and they invite will invite guests like one of weekend is at a convention. It's like, oh, we're like getting together for dinner. We're gonna extend the guest uh, an invite to some of the VIP. Like, hey, this person was in Star Wars. They're a guest of the convention. We'll invite them. They're welcome. We'll pick up their tab. Cool. If they want to come, that we love to have them. If they don't want to come, we're not going to worry about it. Because, right. You know, they're still human beings. They don't owe us anything. Sure. Um, and so, but we're at there, and we're kind of in our own table because we don't know anybody so well except the um, one person, our friend Guy, who invited us, and a couple other people. And no one's really coming up. Like, there first he gets like one of those. When I say a rocket of beer, you know, like the tower with like a tap that you bring to the table. Yeah. Um, he brought one of those, like, okay, you've got this, like, a unique beer. Maybe people will start coming to you and talking to you there. And still not a lot of people are talking because no one knows us and stuff like that. And then another member of the Nolan Garrison, our friend uh, Terry, who's there, was smart. She and Guy realized that we had brought plenty of patches and stuff to trade. So they started telling, hey, you know, those guys over there, they're from the New England Garrison. They have a bunch of stuff to trade. If you want, like, New England Garrison patches, you should go talk to them. So we went from the wallflowers to the bells of the ball in, like, an instant. (laughs) (laughs) Almost everyone wanted to talk to us. (laughs) You got stuff. We like stuff. Yep. So that was a really fun time. And it's really hard, like, with the pandemic that, like that we haven't been able to go back to them and they haven't been able to come down. Like the, the lowered like restrictions for Canadians going to and from America ended like the day after Rhode Island comic con this year, this past year. So that was, that was a little tough. Um, um, I've also done star Wars celebration. I guess that was 2019, I think, Mm -hmm. Um, which that year it was in Chicago. And so we've, we did a bunch of good stuff again, had a lot of fun. Thank, we, thankfully we had a friend to stay with, so we didn't have to pay for a hotel room, but that was, that was in April, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. And it still snows in Chicago in April sometimes. Sometimes. Including the last, including the last day of Star Wars Celebration. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that Sunday morning, um, we're doing the um, the 501st Legion photo and they're doing it early in the morning, get it done, and then people can do whatever. And so we're, we're doing it and it's snowing and stuff like that. And I, at this point, after seeing them at in person and in 
celebration or in Orlando, it's like, I want to build a snow trooper. There's things I can do to make it really fit well for me. It looks fun. I live in New England. It snows in New England. It'll be worth it to have it and things like that. And everything I've seen with the Blizzard Force, which is the detachment for the Snowtrooper, seems like it's a really good, an extra good community. And I've already, at that point, I think I'd hit 100 troops within, with my scout or I was getting close to it. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Um, and so I wore my, my Snowtrooper and stuff like that. And I, because I was staying offside, I, Took the bus in with my kit box, found a friend from the Last Jedi premiere who was had a hotel room in sight to say, Hey, can I change in your room? Like, oh yeah, sure, come on. And, you know, it's like, you know, Be- Becky and her brother. It's like, hey, you know, like nothing had changed. Um, got in and stuff. So we're they were thankfully inside for the photo. Get it, but it's like there is um it's definitely snow in the air and it's starting to accumulate and stuff. And we get the Legion photo, and then um, the detachment leader of the Blizzard Force, a guy named Chris, who's a really fun guy and makes me look tiny, like he's taller than me, um, just kind of says, Blizzard Force, we're going outside. <laughs> and I totally expected, like, one or two people, like, maybe one of the Wampas, like, oh, I don't want to, like, trip on the stilts for my costume and hurt something, or one person's like... Oh, I have my costume weathered exactly how I want it. I don't want to mess it up in the snow. None of that happened. I nah. swear, everyone like turned on a dime, like the military training about like like hard turn, made a beeline for outside, and we were getting photos in the snow. Like, and we showed up in like the the kind of the sizzle reel for a celebration that uh, Lucasfilm had made. Like all these snowtroopers in the snow, looking awesome. <laughs> we had so much fun, and I'm like. Again, that has like a fleece duster, so that can get very warm, but it's like out in the snow, I'm great. Um, and so, like, okay, things disperse and everything, and I'm just kind of figuring out my next move. Move my kit box while with me while I'm in kit to kind of the club's uh changing areas that they had kind of tucked away in the in the about in part of the uh, convention center that wasn't being used, so people in the groups could change and stuff like that, which was really cool that we were able to do that. Um, but I'm like, I still want to hang out and I'm having fun in my snow trooper. I want to go do that. And another guy, I think this, yeah, a guy named uh, Brad was like, oh, hey, you want to hang out some more? Yeah, let's, you know, because I'll backtrack a little bit to kind of the origin of the 501st, which was uh, Alvin Johnson creating a group with friends. The thing about like stormtrooper costumes, especially, is you see one person, oh, that's a stormtrooper. You see two people in stormtroopers, oh, that's neat. You start seeing three or more, and it's like, okay, something's going on, and I want to know what. It's a cult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're at the. We're at the. I mean, you're not half wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. So we're, we're 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 wandering through, and then we're like, okay, we're gonna set up because um, the McCormick Convention Center was having like um, like just kind of like bag checks just outside the convention center and you kind of do the bag check under a tent, turn a corner, and then you're at the entrance to the convention center that they're filing everyone in. So uh, Brad and I in our snow troopers in the snow, as snow is flying in the air, set up right in front of those doors, just past the weapon check or the bag check, doing a lot of move along, move along, move along. (laughs) And it was great because you'd see people like, just kind of like, Oh God, thank God I'm done with bag check. Turn that corner 
pause, see us, and just burst out laughing because it was like just it, it just it just made that like fix their mood. It was so nice and just great. And again, uh, Kate and uh, our friends decided they were, didn't weren't going to be in the Legion photo. They didn't care. They were going to sleep in, which is fine. And so I'm looking, uh, you know, doing the move along, and I see out of the corner of my eye, which is very little minimal vision with a uh, snowtrooper helmet because it's just two little eye holes. Kate, and I see her kind of do a tilt ahead of kind of that, one of those, is that mine? <laughs> yes, that's mine. <laughs> that's not yet, damn it. <laughs> Are you okay? Have you had water recently? Yes, okay, good, go away. <laughs> we'll catch you later. Okay, bye. I mean, these are the moments that make conventions so much fun. It's just like little things like that. And like, like we're just doing this to make people laugh and have fun. And we got so many great reactions. That's awesome. That's um, the best, like, honestly, like that's my favorite thing that you guys do at conventions when I come see you guys. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you guys are there for charity and you're there to like take pictures of people and just like, you know, answer people's questions and things. But it's just like the little things that you guys do, like that, for example. Yeah. Like I remember well, when we went to I remember we went to um Rhode Island Comic Con met up with you guys and that you guys had the um the garbage pit. Yep. And one of your friends was dressed up and I mean don't ask me who it was. I don't know who any of your stormtrooper friends are, unfortunately. I wish I did. Um but you were just like, go ahead, say the thing. And he did it. He's like the move along. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he said it. He said, he said the thing, and like that—that's the thing. Especially like, I mean, there there are people that are like, oh, well, we're representing a military organization. We should look serious and be serious all the time. Like, or we could have fun and make people have fun with Star Wars, right? Or and, you know, and those are those are the like some of my best pictures of me in my kit, um, are me just being an absolute goofball in dressed up in the stuff because it. I forget who the first person I heard say this was, but it's one I said, like, at the end of the day, we're dressing up like white plastic space people. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's plastic. It's plastic space people. I mean, yeah. With really bad aim. Yeah. And so it's like, if you're taking yourself too seriously like that, I mean, there are times like, you know, maybe we're doing a serious appearance, like, but for the most part, it's like, no, let's just have fun. That's people are just excited to see that. Um, I will say one. I will say one other snow trooper story, though, because this is another epic one, and it's <laughs> again sort of a, almost a convention like story, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, meeting other members of the five hundred first community from all over the world. So, um, twenty twenty was going to be the forty. 40- <laughs> of empire strikes back yep um and blizzard a couple blizzard force members i think about i think there was going to be about 40 of us we're all talking like we're gonna go to finza norway which is where which is where they filmed all the hot scenes stay in the hot in the little lodge there where you know it's a kind of almost like a cross-country ski lodge and stuff like that where the cast and crew stayed and there's like a couple other little things there but it's like Calling it a village would be a stretch. It is very tiny. But we're all going to do this. We're going to get some awesome pictures and stuff like that. And this will be really cool. And, like, again, Chris, the detachment leader, is going to like. And I I had talked with Kate, and it was one of those moments of, I'm not asking, can I go? 
I am saying, I am going, are you coming with me? <laughs> right. Are you coming or not? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, that was, um, that was in March, 2020. Mm. Guess what part of March of 2020? Um, let's see, Doug. If I remember this story correctly, and I think I do, you were sitting on a plane and they gave you a choice. Yep. They <laughs> and said, you uh, chose wisely. <laughs> the, travel, the travel ban went into effect as we were boarding the plane, but then it's like, well, okay, wait, American citizens are going to be allowed to come back. And well, we're going through the UK and the UK, it does, the travel ban doesn't come through. Okay. And it's like, well, we're going to do this because we'll still manage to have fun and we're going to a remote part of Norway. It'll be fine. This is fine. So, so, um, we're about, I want to say a little, about an hour late getting off the ground from Boston because they gave people the choice of here's what's going on. If you want to leave, you can, but mm-hmm. you got to let us know now so we can then go into the plane and get your bags out. Right. Um, so that took a while and stuff. So we missed, we got to um, Gadwick Airport in London and they, we just barely missed our connection and it took a little while to get so, like a gate agent. So I was like, okay, well, there's another plane in like an hour. Okay, fine. Cool. We'll, 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 we'll get there. Right. Fly into Oslo, get there, crash in our hotel room, take a nap, then go downtown Oslo, which Oslo's a cool city. I want to get back to it. Like, I want to see more of it. Right. Um, and because a bunch of us are meeting up from, again, Blizzard Force people from all the world, meeting up at, like, a pizza place for dinner. <laughs> On the way over there, we find an anime store, by the way. <laughs> of course <Yep>. you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So, so we, 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 we get there, meet a bunch of people, um, like, uh, just just a, a, a lot of great people, and there's like one one member from Australia. There's another member from Japan. Um, and at that point, start of the travel bans are having. So we're getting updates from people that like there was one couple. They were taking like a ferry over from Germany and they literally could not get off the ferry and had to turn around. There's a, a, a couple people from Italy that couldn't leave the country because that's when the virus was really exploding in Italy. Okay. It's like, well, this sucks, you know we can't see these people, but we're still, we're still here. We're still going to have a good time. We're going to, we're going to make the most of it. We'll figure it out. And so, okay. Have dinner, go back to our hotel room, crash that night. And then we're like, okay, we're heading out on the train. And like, we're, we're in kind of the second wave, like the first group left earlier in the day. Um, and I'm getting, and Kate and I aren't in the main hotel. We're in the kind of the, the other hotel that's not too far away, you know, short walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'm getting Facebook messages from Chris. Um, the The hostel where you guys are staying is closing. Um, let me figure out what else is going on. I'll keep you posted. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> and then it was, um, okay. Um, well, the other hotel has had people cancel. So there's free rooms. But then now they're saying, unless you have a, have a reservation, you can't stay. Oh, boy. Oh, Okay, and again, we're, we are on the train, and this is like a six-hour train ride, I want to say. Maybe mm-hmm. not that, but it's, it's a couple hours at least. Um, And then it's like, so, um, well, I'm like scrambling, like, well, uh, is there at least a train back to Oslo tonight from Finza? Yes, okay, well, we're on that. That's two hours after we get into Finza. 
we'll be fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're <laughs> late getting into Finza. Um, and but so it's like, well, what do you want to do? What do you and the crowd talking to a couple of people and they had heard like we were the only people still on the trip that weren't staying in the uh, main hotel. It's like, well, um, we still want to do it. Well, we want to get pictures because uh, Kate has a Hothlea costume that she got. She finished in time for that. And it's like, um, well, you guys got 90 minutes. Let's get you in to get, get you some awesome pictures of you in Norway, in Finza, and like looking over and stuff. I swear that kit was thrown on me more than I put it on. <laughs> I have never put <laughs> a costume or maybe even just re- my own regular, normal, everyday clothes faster. <laughs> like, because I mean, everyone, because it's all snow troopers, so they all, like, knew the costumes in and outs and everything, and, like, people are just throwing it on me. And it's, like, super windy, and, like, I don't know how cold. It's the only time I've ever been cold in that costume. <laughs> getting awesome pictures, and other people are suiting up really quick so we can get some pictures together and everything, and then do that for an hour then quickly change for half an hour do another merch trade with the people that we didn't see at the pizza party the night before and then get thrown on the on the train back to to oslo (laughs) we made it for 90 minutes but we made it right (laughs) and they had their own adventures getting back um because the every uh norway was closing and stuff like that so we ended up having to spend a day in Oslo and saw some neat stuff. A lot of places were closed and a lot of places were like, please come back. We don't want this to be your only impression of Norway. Very friendly and stuff like that. Yeah. And, but Norway was closing. So we had to leave like a two days or a day earlier than we meant to. We almost got stuck on Hoth. We did not get stuck on Hoth. You almost had- did. We almost did, but then we wound up in we then wound up in London because that was where we like got a you know it was, yeah it was like a day ahead of our um, flight back because we couldn't we could get a we could change our flight from Norway to back to London but not our flight back from London back to Boston. Okay. Um, and so like well okay cool so we did some neat we did some fun stuff in London and just kind of as the world's breaking, <laughs> like. That's but like we like we got like a super late flight out of um Norway into London, and so like we got to our hotel. I want to say like because I thankfully like was able to get like a last minute really good deal hotel in London. I want to say it was like two a.m. London time, which I think was like three a.m. or four a.m. Norway time. So we were like exhausted. Yeah, crash. Spend a day in London, do some neat stuff spend another half day before our flight back. Um, and like our flight back from London to Boston, like we're seeing some of the same people on our flight from when we left. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> hey, how was, your, how was your crazy adventure? Here's what we did. <laughs> um, and it's like, um, and I just remember like that flight was so empty because like they were like, I think it was Norwegian Air was like closing down after that. And it's like, I had a row to myself. And when I say a row, I don't mean like a section of seats. I mean a full, like, lengthy uh, width of the airplane. Sweet. To my, it was that empty. Wow. And yeah. So Kate and I were like, I love you, but you know what? We're getting our own space. <laughs> You're like, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be on this and side of the plane. I'll see you later. <laughs> pretty much. But but again, like that whole group, like everyone was connecting to each other. And like every, like we had like Facebook chats going all over the place. And everyone's like... 
everyone's like, okay, please everyone check in when you get home because we're all taking weird ways home. Everyone's like, if anybody gets stuck anywhere, okay, you guys are going through London. I know this person in the UK garrison. If you get stuck, let me know. I'll get in touch with them. You're going through here. I know a person here. If anyone gets stuck in Norway, we're in the Nordic garrison. We've got a spare guest room. See, and that's why, and that's why the 501st, it's so good. They have everybody on every continent. Yeah. (laughs) Because everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. (laughs) Yeah. everyone, Everyone was just so taking care of each other. And again, like we, we, we still share stories about stuff like that. And like, it's, 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 I, I hate to use the word brotherhood because it's, you know, all genders, but it is that camaraderie and everyone takes care of each other. Mm-hmm. And you see, a, you see a lot of that through conventions as people like everyone helps put together a booth or, Hey, we're raising money for this charity at the convention. I'll do an extra shift in my kit while we do a blaster trooper, which is someone shoots, you know, they give people a nerf gun and they can shoot the little suction cup darts at people in armor because those stick really well to stormtrooper armor. So <laughs> it's really fun, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like, okay, Hey, let's, you know, Hey, so-and-so has been doing this for three hours and he only needed to do an hour shift. So let's make sure he, he takes a break, get some water and let's get someone else in there and just watch out for each other. So I really enjoy a lot of stuff like that. Awesome. Doug, this has been wonderful. I've been waiting for this episode for so long. You know that. Yep. <laughs> Star Wars! <laughs> Is there anything you like to promote while you're here? Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm oh. going to actually tell people that I know you and I are both on staff for Anime Boston. Yes, sir. Anime, Anime Boston needs some more staff members. Uh, some people haven't come back this year. Either, you know, a little concern of the pandemic uh-huh, uh-huh. or just they life has happened. Like some people had, you know, had babies and stuff because they couldn't <laughs> st- stand, sit, keep six feet apart. And they didn't um, have anything to do because they weren't at a convention. So children was the option. <laughs> yep. So um, we have a lot of different positions open. If you're curious about it, there's ways to contact the people in charge of those positions. Uh-huh. Learn a little bit more about it. There's some great entry level ones. I have made some of the best friends of my life through staffing Anime Boston, present company included. Yo! Um, <laughs> and um, the thing I will say about staffing a convention is it it is a lot of hard work. You There are times where you'll be very busy, uh-huh. but if you can handle it, you will always have a different, you will have a different kind of fun. It is very rewarding. Mm-hmm. It, so is, if it is the most fun. So if you if you're curious about it, I would say this might be a good year to check it out. And don't be afraid to ask questions because we're happy to tell you what the roles are like. Yeah, hundred percent. So if you're over eighteen and thinking about it, yeah, as long as you're over eighteen by the time the conventions roll around, you'll be good. Um, make sure you sign on up. Um, ask questions and oh, make sure you have a forum account if you're going to sign up too. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much, Doug. You already know how much I appreciate you coming on tonight. (laughs) It is always my pleasure and I am happy to do it anytime. Excellent. Guys, thank you so much. If you want to be on the show, please don't hesitate to message us or comment on things. I would love to listen to your stories. I love having people on here. I love having conversations about different convention experiences. Um, I'm still peddling a book uh, on the Amazon. (laughs) 
I hope you uh, get it for my birthday. Speaking of that, um, you will get one for your birthday. I've already decided I'm sending you one. So stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> that could have <laughs> gone worse. <laughs> that could have gone worse. Life lessons from a dinosaur cosplayer is available now. Uh, feel free to go purchase that. Doug, again, thank you so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good night.